is Houston Texans OC Bobby Slowick the next guy in the Shanahan McVay coaching tree to take the NFL by storm? You are Locked On Falcons, your daily Atlanta Falcons podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, everyone, to another illustrious episode of the Locked On Falcons podcast, your daily Atlanta Falcons podcast, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, your team every day. And today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs, who are helping you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash Locked On NFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash Locked On NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. So, guys, if you do not know me, I'm your very humble host, Aaron Freeman. Been covering the Falcons for far too long formerly at falcfans.com RIP still going strong on this illustrious podcast and i appreciate each and every one of you that tunes in to this podcast as your first listen or first watch each and every day shout out to the everydayers and make sure you follow in their footsteps and subscribe or follow for free on youtube or wherever you listen to podcasts so today's episode we are going to talk later about the bill belichick to dallas rumors We'll talk about Ryan Nielsen's chances of sticking here in Atlanta, which are probably not as good as many of you are hoping. But first, we're going to talk about Houston Texans offensive coordinator Bobby Slowick's stock being on the rise after this weekend's action against the Cleveland Browns. And we love being topical on this podcast. It's one of the benefits of being a daily podcast, right? Everybody's talking about Bobby Slowick and his stock after the Texans dismantled one of the best defenses in the NFL in the Cleveland Browns on Saturday with a 45-14 to beatdown. And I've seen a lot of people throwing out their top whatever, top three, top five, top ten, whatever, uh, wish list coaches. And, you know, he's he's like one and two on, on a whole bunch of people's lists, right? Now, for me, you know, I don't necessarily do the whole wish list thing. Right? I was already a fan of Bobby Slowick, so my opinion didn't really change uh, for him based off of Saturday's action. You know, we try not to put too much stock here in a single game or performance uh, here on the illustrious podcast because otherwise you wind up, you know, having these like, say, A.J. Terrell stinks uh, because he had one bad game uh, sort of takes. And, you know, that's somewhat where my pessimism when it comes uh, to my lack of faith in humanity is because people don't grow, they don't change, they don't evolve, and basically people are doing the same thing today with Bobby Slowick that they were doing, you know, three years ago or four years ago now with AJ Terrell. But as we discussed yesterday on the podcast, you know, I would pump the brakes on the on the, on the the Slowick train just because, you know, let's see how the Texans fare next weekend, you know, versus the Baltimore Ravens, assuming the Buffalo Bills take care of business tonight on Monday, you know, against Mike McDonald, the Ravens defensive coordinator, who's had a habit of sort of putting, you know, elite NFL offenses in a grinder this season. And, you know, I imagine, if, you know, because we know clearly a lot of people have recency bias, like, you know, you might bump Mike McDonald on that wish list, you know, this time next week, but we'll see about that. But that's not what we're here to talk about. Let's talk about why everybody is in love with Bobby Slowick. And if you were a fan of Bobby Slowick uh, before Saturday, it probably boiled down to two reasons. One being that he might be the next guy in the Shanahan McVay tree that oh, so many teams have benefited from in recent years. And two being 
you love the development that CJ Stroud has done in his rookie year and why he's the offensive rookie of the year. And let's talk about that second point first, right? Because if you just go back to this, ep- this podcast is week five preview on one of those episodes, either the crossover or the, uh, you know, keys to victory episode we do with Jarvis on a weekly basis. I can't remember which one I said it on, but you heard me basically say, I'm very impressed with what Bobby Slowick's play calling has been you know, more so than I've been impressed with C.J. Stroud. It wasn't to say that I wasn't impressed with C.J. Stroud, but I kind of already knew C.J. Stroud was a good quarterback, you know? And what I didn't know was how good a play caller Bobby Slowick was in his first uh, season as a play caller in the NFL. And during his first month uh, in that first season, he impressed me in a lot of ways, right? Now, you know, I didn't pay that much attention to the Texans after that Week 5 game, you know, because we got other fish to fry here on Lockdown Falcons. We are complaining about our very own quarterback rather than, you know, marveling at uh, some other team's quarterback. But I'm sure, you know, if I were to go back and watch, you know, those final 12 games of the season, I'd probably be equally impressed. And, you know, should the Falcons wind up hiring Bobby Sloak, I'm sure at some point I will go back and watch those games. But, you know, he showed a lot of the things of why so many people fall in love with these Shanahan McVay disciples, right? And Sloak is definitely part of that, right? If you don't know, prior to being hired as the Texans offensive coordinator this past year, he spent six years with Kyle Shanahan in San Francisco, working his way from a defensive quality control coach in 2017 to their passing game coordinator in 2022. He was also part of the Washington coaching staff under Mike Shanahan from 2011 to 2013 that also included Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay, Mike McDaniel, Matt LaFleur. And then you also look at, you know, some of the coaches that have come specifically from the McVay tree since then, Zach Taylor, Kevin O'Connell. And then you can even look on the opposite side of the ball with D'Amico Ryans and Robert Sala being part of that 49er staff under Kyle Shanahan. And so clearly, you know, we talk about so many coaches have, you know, sort of the, the, those branches of that coaching tree have reached out over the last couple of years. And, you know, in the future, when they're writing the history of the NFL in the decade of the 2020s, you know, Kyle Shanahan and Sean McVay's, you know, influence over this decade, or it's going to be a big part of that history. So basically, everybody's wondering, is Bobby Slowick the next guy to fall in the footsteps of the Mike McDaniels and the Matt LaFleurs and the Zach Taylors and the Kevin O'Connells, et cetera, right? You know, D'Amico Ryans as well. And, you know, if someone is willing to make that bet, you know, why not the Atlanta Falcons? And if you're attracted to the idea of the Falcons potentially finding their next great franchise quarterback, especially in this year's draft, this offseason, you're sitting there thinking for that second reason I mentioned, hey, Look at how Bobby Slowick handled C.J. Stroud. That's as good a bet as anyone to be able to develop whoever that future franchise quarterback here is in Atlanta. So that's why so many people are so high on Bobby Slowick at this time. And it's not just recency. But again, if you were high on Bobby Slowick on Friday of this past weekend and just didn't base it, your opinion off of what you saw on Saturday, you know, that's why you were high on Bobby Slowick. So, you know, we could definitely go deeper into Bobby Slowick. Maybe in the future we will, uh, given, um, you know, his star on being on the rise. You know, we could talk more about, like, the three years he spent at Pro Football Focus. What does that mean in terms of, you know, how he looks at sort of analytics and whatnot? You know, we could talk about his dad being Bob Slowick a longtime defensive coach in the NFL. And it's part of the reason why Bobby has spent time 
not only Washington and San Francisco as a lower level defensive assistant. And so he's kind of in that same boat as Raheem Morris that we've talked about, which is has experience coaching both sides of the ball, which is relatively rare and unique in the NFL, right? Usually you stay on one side of the ball unless your name is Matt Patricia. Um, if Bill Belichick, you know, uh, you know, put you there, you know, sometimes it's not good, but like, you know, that would give Bobby Slowick a relatively unique understanding of both offense and defense. And maybe that's one of the reasons why he's such a good play caller because of that understanding of defense, but we're not going to get too deeply into that, uh, as we continue instead, you know, we'll end on this note. You know, I know Tyler Rowland of locked on Titans is a close and personal dear friend of mine. And I know he would be upset with me talking about the Atlanta Falcons poaching Bobby Slowick from the Tennessee Titans because I know he desperately wants Bobby Slowick in Tennessee. And if I'm sitting here thinking, I think it's probably more likely that Bobby Slowick does wind up in Tennessee given the connection he has with Titans general manager Rand Carthon, who was the 40, who worked with him in San Francisco for several years. And I know Tyler has talked about on recent episodes, one of the reasons why Mike Vrabel was fired in Tennessee is because ownership wanted to have a more uh, modern analytics based approach to their organization. Mike Vrabel being an old school guy balked at that. And, you know, given that Bobby Sloak spent three years working at PFF pro football focus, you know, it seems like a match made in heaven. So again, my assumption is, you know, if I was a betting man, Bobby Sloak is more likely to go to Tennessee than he is in Atlanta, but you know, we'll see how that plays out. And, you know, I would certainly love to lose that bet is basically the point I'm getting at. But speaking of odds, you know, let's discuss the odds that the Atlanta Falcons could retain defensive coordinator Ryan Nielsen, right? Because I'm sure a lot of people are wondering, hey, let's get Bobby Slogan in here to coach the offense. Let's keep Ryan Nielsen to continue coaching up this defense as he resurrected the necromancer. That's what we can call Ryan Nielsen. He resurrected the corpse of the Atlanta Falcons defense this past year. But are the odds good that the Falcons are going to retain a coach like Ryan Nielsen? And we'll break down why I'm a little skeptical as we continue today's Locked On Falcons. So it's the start of a new year and any small business owner out there is asking themselves the same question, right? What's the one move I can make to help my team in 2024? And LinkedIn Jobs knows that your success depends on that team that you surround yourself with. And that's why they've created tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just any old job board. They have a vast network of more than a billion guys, a billion that's a billion with a b professionals which make it the best place to hire hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates so easy in fact that 86 percent of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours that's why small businesses rate linkedin jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus their leading competitors linkedin jobs is going to help you find a qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on nfl that's linkedin.com slash locked on nfl to post your job for free terms and conditions apply so continuing today's locked on falcons i do want to plug the locked on sports today 24 7 streaming channel first of its kind here on youtube covering all the sports all the biggest stories in sports and if you're looking for more local analysis check out locked on sports atlanta's 24 7 streaming channel so what are the chances that the Falcons keep Ryan Nielsen, their defensive coordinator. I don't think the odds are particularly good, and I'll explain why. Now, if you listened to the episode that we did on Friday night, the extra episode last week, Saturday morning on your audio platforms, we discussed that the Falcons have blocked several assistant coaches from interviewing for other jobs. Now, that includes Ryan Nielsen for the Jaguars defensive coordinator job, Dwayne Ledford and Marquise Williams for Giants jobs, 
O-line coach, special teams coach. And if you missed that, you know, episode, basically I explained NFL teams are basically allowed to block guys for making lateral moves, right? And you can't block them from promotions, right? So if someone wanted Ledford to be their offensive coordinator, the Falcons couldn't block that. If someone wanted Nielsen to be their head coach, they couldn't block that. But for a lateral move, O-line to O-line, D.C. to D.C., they can block that. Now, of course, the reason, as we explained in that episode, is that why the Falcons are blocking these guys is because they're hopeful. Emphasis on the word hope, a new hope, uh, that they're hopeful to retain some of these guys. Now, we compared it to how the Denver Broncos blocked the Falcons from interviewing certain coaches twice in the past. In 2019, when the Falcons had an uh, offensive coordinator vacancy, Right, that ultimately went to Dirk Cutter. They wanted to uh, interview Gary Kubiak for that vacancy, and Denver blocked it. In 2023, last year before the Falcons hired Ryan Nielsen, they wanted to interview Ajiro Evero, the Broncos' then defensive coordinator, and the Broncos blocked it again. And this is my bad because I probably should have elaborated more on this point and pointed this out. But you know, maybe you listened to the episode and connected the dots and and noticed something about the those comparisons with the Broncos because Kubiak and Evero didn't stay in Denver after the Broncos blocked him. Kubiak, after the Broncos wound up hiring Vic Fangio as their new head coach, went on to be a quote-unquote advisor to Kevin Stefanski, who was the offensive coordinator in Minnesota. Evero, after the Broncos hired Sean Payton as their new head coach, went on to be Frank Reich's defensive coordinator this past year in Carolina. And we see this happen all the time in the NFL. Those are just two examples that I'm sure you as Falcon fans are much more familiar with. But an NFL team will want to retain their assistance. They will block them from interviewing. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they will wind up retaining those coaches. And so when we talk about what are the chances that Ryan Nielsen is back coaching for the Atlanta Falcons in 2024, I think the odds are pretty low, like 20% in terms of how low they are. And I didn't pull that number from out of nowhere, like I often do on this podcast. Because I went back and looked at the last three coaching changes the Falcons had, going from Bobby Petrino to Mike Smith in 2008, uh, Mike Smith to Dan Quinn in 2015, and Dan Quinn to Arthur Smith in 2022. And I looked at how many retentions that those coaches made. And I wasn't counting strength and conditioning coaches. Sorry to those guys. But just looking at position coaches, and Mike Smith retained four coaches from the Petrino staff, quarterbacks coach Bill Musgrave, uh, DB's coach and assistant head coach Emmett Thomas, uh, linebacker coach Brian Vergorder, who got the promotion to defensive coordinator, and assistant special teams coach Tom McMahon. Dan Quinn retained five coaches, Terry Robisky, the wide receivers coach. Wade Harmon was the assistant offensive line coach under Mike Smith and became the tight ends coach under Dan Quinn. Brian Cox, the D-line coach, was retained. Keith Smith, the special teams coach. Uh, Keith Armstrong, I'm sorry. And Eric Sutulovich, the assistant special teams coach. Arthur Smith retained two coaches from the Dan Quinn regime. Dave Brock, the wide receivers coach. And Danny Breyer, an offensive quality control coach. So that's 11 coaches across three coaching changes. So let's say roughly an average of four. Uh, for each coaching change, and the Falcons currently have 21 coaches on staff after the firing of Arthur Smith, and so four out of 21 is roughly 20%. That's where that 20% odds go, and so that to me is basically the odds that any current member of this Arthur Smith coaching staff sticks around under the new head coach in 2024, and Ryan Nielsen is included in that, and so I understand why people are hopeful optimistic that the Falcons could hire a new head coach and that guy's going to retain Ryan Nielsen and 
several other of the quality and capable assistants that Arthur Smith assembled on his coaching staff. But I'm here to sit here and pull cold water on your hopes and dreams, as I often do on this podcast, because I don't think that's particularly likely to happen. And we know because coaches tend to hire player coach other coaches that they know they like to bring in their own staff. Van Gorder got that promotion from Mike Smith because him and Mike Smith worked together in Jacksonville two years prior to Van Gorder being here in Atlanta under Bobby Petrino. Brian Cox and Dan Quinn worked together with the Jets under Eric Mangini. Keith Armstrong and Dan Quinn worked together prior to that in Miami under Nick Saban. And so the truth of the matter is, that the only coach that the Falcons so far have shown interest in that I'm aware of, again, I, I may have overlooked some things, that has any connection to Ryan Nielsen is Aaron Glenn, the Lions defensive coordinator, because they worked together for several years uh, in New Orleans under Sean Payton. And, you know, maybe a, a different coach, a new coach comes in and says, you know what? Hey, looks at the defense. It ain't broke. We're not going to try to fix it. Ryan Nielsen, you're good in my book. You can continue to be my defensive coordinator. But I'm sitting here saying, basically, I don't think the odds are particularly high that that's going to happen as so many people seem to assume. And so I think, you know, it's being somewhat naive if someone thinks a Bobby Slowick type coach or whoever, right, is going to come in here and just basically maintain continuity on certain aspects of this Arthur Smith coaching staff rather than bring in a completely new staff. And again, there may be a couple of coaches that they sort of retain, but I don't think that number is probably going to be as high as some people think. So the Falcons are blocking guys because uh, from interviewing elsewhere because they want those coaches to be retained. They want to give whoever that new head coach is to have options for potential people that he can pluck and add to his coaching staff. But that is far, far from a guarantee that that new coach will take advantage of those options is basically the point. So basically I'm telling you, I've made peace with the idea that Ryan Nielsen was essentially one and done here in Atlanta. And boy, that one year was an outstanding year. Basically I'm saying there's an 80% chance that he was one and done here in Atlanta. And I think you should make peace with that. Now, maybe he's back. I would hope for it. I think you should absolutely hope for it, but it's probably not going to happen. So, you know, that's where we'll leave the Ryan Nielsen conversation and we'll see what develops over the coming days and weeks as the Falcons continue their coaching search. And, you know, I've made peace with the idea that Ryan Nielsen may be gone here in Atlanta. I haven't made peace yet with Bill Belichick being the next Falcons head coach, but perhaps the Dallas Cowboys are the Jedi that we didn't know we needed to save us from that fate. Now, the NFL regular season has wrapped, but the playoffs are ongoing, so that means there's still plenty of time to get in on the action at FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because right now new customers get $150 of bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 of bonus bets, win or lose, and boy, you got to take advantage of that offer, guys, whether you want to use it on spreads, over-unders, you want to do same-game parlays, check out the Parlay Hub. Find the most popular parlays, bet a little, win a lot, whether you want to bet on playoffs, you want to bet on who's going to win each conference, so you can bet on who your Super Bowl picks are going to be, who's going to win these upcoming games, bet on NHL, bet on NBA. It's all there for you at FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel is an official partner of the NFL. And guys, it's a new year. And your new year's resolution should be, let's be more prepared in 2024. And Jace Medical is helping us be more prepared, especially when it comes to illness. It's flu season. I myself have dealt with illness, dealt with COVID right after Christmas. So you definitely want to be 
prepped and prepared just in case, you know, you, you go down with some illnesses. And, you know, Jace Medical is providing you with the Jace case, which gives you a pack of five different antibiotics that treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, UTIs, respiratory infections, sinus infections, and so much more. Visit jacemedical.com. A board-certified physician will review what you want and get you what you need. A licensed pharmacy will send those out to you uh, at a fraction of the regular cost. So it's more important now than ever to be prepared today. Go to jacemedical.com and use code LOCKEDON, and you'll get $20 off your order. That's J-A-S-E, medical.com, promo code LOCKEDON for $20 off. So, guys, appreciate you guys for making us your first listen. Shout out to the everydayers. And for those of you that are everydayers, we will continue discussing uh, these coaching targets as this week unfolds. You know, basically every morning I, I decide, okay, which coach am I going to talk about each and every day? And, you know, so right now sitting here telling you, I don't know who we're going to talk about tomorrow, but it'll be one of these coaches, potentially Antonio Pierce, potentially Brian Callahan, potentially Ajiro Evero, Steve Wilkes, you know, who knows? Aaron Glenn, we'll see. But Let's wrap up today's episode talking about, uh, you know, one of those coaches that we've talked about before, which is Bill Belichick, right? You know, our favorite dark lord of the Sith. And there's recent rumors that he could be heading somewhere other than Atlanta, right? And again, we like to be topical, right? Multiple playoff games played this past weekend. And if you missed it, the Dallas Cowboys got shellacked by the Packers of Green Bay on Sunday. And it's led to a lot of speculation over the last 24 hours that Mike McCarthy, the Cowboys head coach's time in Dallas, may be over. That's not a new rumor. It began, you know, more than a week ago when folks like ESPN's Adam Schefter basically suggested that there is a mysterious team out there that could fire their head coach, that has not fired their head coach yet, and could be interested in our beloved Emperor Palpatine should things not go their way this postseason and Schefter all but confirmed that since the Cowboys lost on Sunday, that the Cowboys are that team given, you know, Jerry Jones and, and, and uh, you know, Sheev Palpatine's uh, very close connection. And, you know, we're being topical. You know, I'm sure some of you are wondering, Aaron, what are your, what are your thoughts on it? And I say, good, right? The dark side of the fourth is a pathway to many abilities that some would consider unnatural. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate and hate leads to suffering and i personally do not want to suffer on what i think would happen if the falcons hire bill belichick right and i'm sure locked on cowboys is going to have much better coverage in-depth coverage on this but it sounds like the cowboys going to take some time to figure things out if they're going to move on from mike mccarthy and then pursue bill belichick we'll see how that goes right but you know i welcome the cowboys throwing their hat in the ring for bill belichick because i definitely don't want to go down that dark path right? That is going to dominate our destiny in the future. And you're sitting there wondering, okay, Aaron, how many Star Wars references are you going to make? Eventually, I'm going to make all of them because I was challenged by somebody in Discord that should the Falcons hire uh, Bill Belichick to constantly compare him to Darth Sidious, the Dark Lord of the Sith. And challenge has been accepted because that's how I view him. He is going to bring this galaxy down to its needs and it's not going to be a good thing. You know, fascism, bad. You know, you know, if you need me to come out publicly, fascism is not good here on the Lockdown Falcons podcast. So, you know, but seriously, on that front, you know, the, the Belichick to Atlanta rumors have continued throughout the weekend. Although on Sunday, Mike Florio of NBC Sports and Pro Football Talk said, you know, Raheem Morris might be a, a pretty decent plan B, you know, might be the plan B for the Falcons if they can't land a Bill Belichick in lieu of the Cowboys losing and saying, you know, if Belichick goes to Dallas, you know, the Falcons may set their targets on Raheem Morris, you know. 
I tend to not put too much stock in any of these rumors, even the ones that I, I like to hear, like that Morris one uh, versus the other ones, like the Belichick ones that I don't necessarily like to hear. I tend to think that a lot of people just are dot connecting when it comes to the Atlanta Falcons, right? Because I just don't, you know, the Falcons, in, especially in recent years, have tended to play their cards close to the vest, close to the chest, however that idiom goes. Uh, and so, therefore, like a lot of people just tend to try to dot connect. For example, last year, with a lot of people say, oh, the Falcons are going to definitely be interested in Omar Jackson. They weren't interested in Lamar Jackson. Now, because I don't cover these other teams, you know, if someone says a rumor about another team, like, for example, you know, someone saying, hey, Washington loves Ben Johnson. He's their top target, especially if it comes from certain people like a Diana Rossini of the athletic. I tend to put more stock in that. Right now, again, you know. I'm not consistent in that regard where it's like, oh, they say Diana Rossini says something about the Falcons. Yeah, who knows what she's talking about? But she says something about Washington. I think she tends to know what to talk about. But that specific um, example is because Diana Rossini used to work as a sports anchor in Washington before she went to ESPN and now that she's at the Athletics. So it, to me, she's like she's probably a lot more plugged in to you know what's going on in Washington than necessarily what's going on in Atlanta. So that's part of the reason why I tend to not put too much stock in this because I think a lot of this Belichick to Atlanta stuff is coming from Belichick, right? I'm sure the Falcons are interested. I, there's no doubt to me, guys, that the Falcons are definitely interested in Bill Belichick, but I'm just not as convinced as everybody else that he's their plan A, that he's going to be their front runner, that he's going to emerge as this coaching process uh, plays out as their final choice but that may be me being naive that may be me being in denial and i will continue to be that you know the shroud of the dark side clouds all things so we'll let that whole play out and maybe a week from tomorrow or a week from today we'll be back here on the podcast talking about the honorable senator from naboo and how he's the favorite to be the new chancellor here in atlanta but in the meantime we'll continue to talk about those other candidates that are part of the jedi council that we will find our very own Anakin Skywalker that will bring down the Sith until J.J. Abrams decides he wants to completely destroy Star Wars continuity because he's a hack by bringing back uh, that dark lord of the Sith. But hey, we're not locked on Star Wars. We're not locked on Lucasfilm here. That's a topic for a different day. Uh, let me know. <laughs> What you think about Star Wars, we can we can talk about in the Discord for Lockdown Falcons. Link in the description below. Of course, if you have any questions, any comments, your feedback is welcome here, here in the comments here on YouTube. Of course, the Discord. Check out Lockdown Falcons Insiders. Uh, still don't know exactly what we're going to do this week for uh, the Lockdown Falcons Insiders in terms of film study. Might start looking at some Senior Bowl guys. Maybe. We'll see how that all plays out. But uh, that is something that you can join in the link in the description below at joinsubtext.com slash Lockdown Falcons. If you want access to the extended all 22 reviews, we did 17 of them things during the regular season to get, uh, you know, that high definition film study of not only plays that we broke down on the regular all 22 reviews uh, here on YouTube and elsewhere on your po podcast audio feeds, but, you know, looking at more things. And so those Lockdown Falcons insiders have a keen and unique understanding of this football team that goes beyond, you know, just the simple everydayers that you guys find yourself to be. So lots of ways for you to share your feedback. You know, give me your wish list. I'm, I'm curious, well, you know, where does Bobby Slowick rank in your wish list? You know, do you feel like I'm, you know, missing the mark on the Ryan Nielsen stuff? You know, let me know. Feedback is warranted you can also send an email to lockdownfalcons at mail.com that's the place to send that so guys that's going to do it for us here on today's lockdown falcons continue to make us your first listen each and every day tomorrow when we get into more of these coaches again 
you know, I'm leaning towards maybe like Brian Callahan and Ajiro Evero that, you know, yeah, those guys interviewed over the weekend. So might as well talk about those guys. You know, we'll see if, if and when we get to Steve Wilkes, who also interviewed over the weekend. That may be also on the docket potentially tomorrow. So check us out. Check out Locked On Sports Atlanta. Check out Locked On Sports Today. It's all part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Check out Locked On Cowboys, Locked On Titans for more coverage of their teams, coaches, and whatnot.